0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Summer School Electronics. Summer School Electronics is a pedal company from Syracuse, New York, making incredible stuff. There are a few summer school devices knocking around the shred shed, and I can tell you from personal experience, they sound great, they hold up, and Mark is a super cool dude. The first pedal i saw from them was the science fair which is a parallel classic drive and distortion and now they've released a new parallel concept called the class reunion the class reunion takes a 90s muff style circuit and combines it with their trash panda which is like a soft clipping high gain amp in a box style circuit and it is a super super versatile combination with all kinds of clipping options parallel blending It's really, really rad, a really cool idea, and I think you should check it out. So go over to SummerschoolElectronics.com, that's SummerschoolElectronics.com, and check them out today. And we're back, we're back, we're back, can you believe it? I know, I know it's been a long time, folks, but things are, uh, things are finally starting to shape up. Over here in Tone Mob land, we can get back to our regular scheduled programming in 2018, which is very exciting. This in fact is the first episode of 2018, and I want to go ahead and start it off the right way by telling you it's sponsored by Sinusoid. Of course it is. Those guys aren't going nowhere. They're reliable. They're uh they're always going to be there for you. The cables with the 100-year warranty, the best dudes in the business sinusoid cables go to sinusoid.com and you know put together your dream cable and just feel that extra bit of joy every time you plug in sinusoidcables.com check them out this episode is also brought to you by adventure audio you know christian he's been a friend of the show he's been in the community we did the demogorgon pedal last year now that would be because this is 2018 it's actually 2017 as I speak this, but, you know, we're getting close. We're getting dangerously close. So it's also brought to you by Adventure Audio. They're making some really cool pedals. They got all kinds of great stuff coming out in 2018. And, uh, you know, Christian, just a good dude with a good set of ears. So go check them out at AdventurePedals.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Tone Mob podcast. This is the probably, I think, going to be the first episode of 2018. Oh, yes. So why not bring it in the right way with, yet again, another appearance from Jay Leonard J. How you doing, sir? Hey,
0: buddy. Very, very good. How you holding up?
1: Mm, quite exquisite. I think I told you yeah. just a
0: moment ago I'm smoking ribs right now. Yeah, you're smoking ribs. I am I am actually very very jealous of the fact that you're smoking ribs cuz uh, I, I don't I don't know how to smoke ribs. You just what do you do? You just put it in the thing and then you just let oh, it's it smoke. Oh, it's a whole process. We would have and to And there's uh, like wood. You have to put wood in it and I don't know. There,
1: there's a whole it's a whole thing. It's a really wonderful <laughs> wonderful experience. It really
0: is. I know how to, I know how to grill a steak. I could do that cuz it's just the meat on the thing, right? Yeah. Or I can make and I can make like rice. But me making rice is literally putting the rice in the machine that makes rice and then putting water. And then do you put water or do you put chicken stock in your rice? I don't know when the
1: last time I even ate rice. Uh, no, 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 no. No. I got – no, I did. I had I, I had some rice from a local Mexican place that was, you know, really good. But I don't know how they make
0: yeah. it. I don't, couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I see, so I've been shamed. Like people are telling me, I've been making it with water. Everyone's like, oh, you got to make it with you know chicken stock. I mean, anyway, it's a great way to start off the year talking about uh, non guitar stuff on your music podcast. Well, the
1: or thing is, or... is like on this show, is people have probably figured out by now. Like, I, I really like Guitar Gear. I really do. You love it. I think yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. I love it. My guests love it. The listeners love it. Everyone loves it. But there's another thing that I really
0: like. That I, Star Wars.
1: Well, I, I that's that is, but this is this is even more important to me than Star Wars. Okay, um, food. I really like food. You're a foodie. I'm a, I'm a foodie.
0: Yeah. Do you take pictures of your food? I I took pictures of my ribs on the grill. Does that count? Oh, see, that's a good idea. Yeah. I, I see. I never. I take pictures. I can't make. <laughs> I can't make anything nice enough to take a picture. I can make. You know, it, it looks gross. It's like have you ever looked at Martha Stewart's? Like, blog of, uh, or Instagram and the food she takes pictures of, and it looks disgusting. Yeah, I have, actually. It? I'm, yeah, I'm, I I'm
1: like, Martha, come on. I know you did some hard time, but,
0: like, you you're it. Martha Stewart. <laughs> oh, she's really good. But, say, so this is the New Year's episode. It's not the New Year's yet. We're, we're Right now, we're still in December, but uh, you have New Year's. So do you have any, like, New Year's resolutions? You know? Um. Or- yeah, I mean, I do.
1: I've I've said it in a few different places. Like people in various gear forums have been like, "What's your what's your New Year's resolution or New Gears resolution?" Is what a lot of people
0: are saying. Oh, New Gear! Yeah. New, oh, so cute! Oh, you know, New it. Gears. <laughs> what <laughs> man? I got to go on some forums, man. Yeah, you got to. I got to learn these cool hip terms. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so a lot of people
1: making their New Gears resolution, like New what, Gears, and okay. it, and that's like could be anything from like I want to get this kind of guitar this year, or I want to get rid of some stuff or I want to, you know, it can be whatever. So for me, what are your new gears? Yeah. I said this, actually I said this on the last chasing tone, which I don't know how that's going to drop in comparison to this one. But, um, my, my, mine's kind of lame. And a lot of people are going to be like, what Uh, mine? So I, I finally, finally got an actual power supply. Um, and I'm going to actually put together a for real legit, pedal board instead of just a (laughs) a box of pedals that I bring to band practice and just throw on the floor with a one spot. Which is what I've been doing for like two years. Because I You've been using the one spot. I've used the one spot forever. Um but that's because I never play the same pedal
0: rig. The same board. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's never the same. And so it's like every time we play, every time I play out just out in my room, I I'm plugging into completely different stuff. So I like having an actual setup was like, oh, what's the point like i'm just gonna tear <laughs> it all down anyway
0: do, do people give you like the shaming like oh well the one spot you get more noise and it's more you know you get to hear the and it's not as good as the isolated power supply do you get that a lot from people
1: yeah except that i'm like well how much noise do you hear so well, there's yeah, yeah you know exactly. like and i've noticed a very big difference uh in in one spots i have a couple different ones and then mm-hmm. and in some cheaper like Whatevers. I have one wall, one particular one spot that's like super, super clean. It's weird.
0: Really? Yeah. It's the magic one spot. Yeah. Uh, So there's more than one spot, there's many spots of clean signal.
1: Yes. Um, And I, you know what, actually? Ironically, I was so sold on one spot that when I went with the power supply, I ended up going with this, uh, the
0: CS12. The oh, the one? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just brand loyalty, man. You gotta stick with what you know. I've heard nothing but, but know,
1: good, and some guys that I I know know what they're talking about in the industry have recommended it too many times. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's like well, okay,
0: that's what I'm gonna go with because like guys that are way smarter than me say it's good. So it's really good. I, don't know. I have I have a. Bunch of different power supplies. I have the. I don't know how I ended up with so many. I, like, how do I collect these? But I, I, have the Voodoo Labs one that everyone has. The Voodoo Labs. I have the one and the two because mm-hmm. I don't mess around. I, I and uh, and then I had I have the Strymon one, mm-hmm. and the, I have the uh, yeah. the T Rex Chameleon. I have I'm actually uh, both of the Strymon. You know how the Strymon has that really long big one, and then those tiny little mini ones with like five inputs each, right? And then you could like piggyback them. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's why I got the Strymon just so I could piggyback because I could, I could have like three small boards and then like, you know, depending on the gig, I only need this part of the board or this part of the board. And then I could, you know, for a big gig, I could just piggyback all these pedal boards together ah. and just need one plug. So it's actually really useful to use a Strymon. The thing I like about the Voodoo Labs is it has that extra input in the back, like you could plug in something. So, you know, if you have a, a, a power supply that doesn't really match or if you're the bass player in the band… Like needs an extra plug for his board because there's never power in the front for some reason. Right. Like they can use that, you know what I mean? Or the keyboard player always needs it, so that's really nice. Uh, but and then the the T Rex one's pretty good. But I usually use actually for all you uh, secret people in my tone uh, that the. The T Rex is the one I use for my demos. I keep ooh. it like I keep it hidden underneath my like the bench I use, and it kind of goes over the top. So if you're ever wondering what that sweet power tone coming from, <laughs> it's actually a T Rex chameleon in the videos. There you go. But you know, when I first start, like uh, pretty much from the year probably 2000 and ooh, I don't know eight till like just when I started making videos, mm-hmm. my board was the smallest thing. And it was powered by a one spot, and I used to get so. And it was um it was a wah pedal, my my wah, which I kind of made. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't make it. Um, it was it was it was a um I think it was a tease, and then I just gutted it and got all the sweet spots I liked, and then hardwired it.
1: Oh, you know, and I think then, I remember that story. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then and then I had a um what was it? Oh yeah, it was a Jordan Boss tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a, which I put in an actual enclosure. Oh, you did then, okay. Uh, yeah, I did, Yep, yeah. And then I had a uh, – it was either uh, an EP booster was when the EP booster that went on there, and um, the the carbon copy, and uh, a tuner. And I think that was my entire board for like five years. I didn't have anything on my board. It was really, really simple. That it was, sounds like it covered yeah. a lot of ground, though. Oh, it does. It covered so much ground. And, and uh, before I had the Boss Tone, I used a Proco Rat because that is actually one of my all-time favorite panels. I love the Proco Rat. Who doesn't? I love really? it. Really? It's so good. It's just, uh, and you know, there's a lot of times where I'm playing, you know, I have I have a whole collection of beautiful pedals. Mm-hmm. And, and every once in a while, I'm just like, oh, I just that rat and I always take it out. And so, sometimes when people look at my board, they kind of go like, man, like these, why are you using these pedals? Because <laughs> I, like, I saw the video of you playing a way cooler version of this pedal. Why are you playing the... The old pedal, but I don't know. It's just, uh, there's something about the the, uh, the the original thing that I just I know where it sounds good and I know where it sounds bad, mm-hmm. so I don't have to think about it. But uh, but all done by the one spot. I remember people used to always kind of go like, "Oh man, you got to get a real power supply because it's too noisy and stuff." But it's really <clears throat> the,
1: the the one spot, like the actual one spot itself. It, I'm I, I have reasons and industry you know people talking about some of the particulars behind that but mm-hmm. it's a good little unit it really is oh yeah and i love it it's, it's great it people don't give it its due in my opinion like you got to have oh. i'm like well okay you do but i would i would honestly still even having you know the the one spot pro and knowing about all the other options i would have absolutely no problems running like The dirt section of a pedal board off of a one-spot all daisy-chained together.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I remember when it came out, the one-spot came out. It was like a huge – like it was awesome. Like it was like it was a wall work that didn't take up a lot of space and it had a lot of juice to it. Mm -hmm. It was like – it was super cool because, you know, back then all you had was like those boss ones, right? Mm -hmm. It was like the bricky boss ones, which now the new boss ones look like the one-spot. But the old ones like there and it didn't have a lot of current, so you know, you'd have to kind of finagle ways to make it work and oh and I remember when the when the one spot came out it was kind of it was a huge it was a huge thing and everyone they, they I don't think they flew out of the shelves fast enough. They just disappeared. Oh yeah. Really popular. Yep. Oh, um yeah, really, so really good stuff. Th- that's my new
1: gears resolution though. So you're it's gonna, kinda you're like you're gonna
0: build a board. Oh man, you know that's going to be probably like your everyone's going to wonder what you're going to put on that board. Do you have any things that like set in stone that you want you're going to put on that thing?
1: Mm, yeah, I do have a couple things. It's going to be a really it's going to be a really interesting board. And, and I yeah, I kind of rehashing what I did on Chasing Tone, but still it's going to be like a really cool mix of like kind of like, you know, nicer more expensive stuff because I like that yep. stuff, but there's also there's there's some budget gems. That are going to be on there too. <laughs> the, I got some the budget. Jump. I got some that were like twenty, fifteen, you know, between fifteen and like sixty bucks that I love that are going on that board. So, oh, really? yeah. So you're going to see some interesting stuff on that. I'm
0: looking. I'm looking forward to it. You know, what, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave it because I don't want to spoil the chasing tone uh, conversation. Oh no, that's you know what that's, what I mean? that's all so, I
1: said. I think that's the extent of it. So we could. Exp- oh, that's was yeah. We could expand <laughs> on it a little bit if. Uh, for, oh yeah, for some, okay. For
0: I am all ears. Okay. I would love to hear what your your budget fine pedals are because I think that's those are the best. When you find that like sixty dollar pedal that just kicks butt, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, there's something magical about that.
1: Well, I'm, I, I've, I've it's been kind of like blowing up in in the group lately, and like I've been talking about it on Instagram, and I'm probably driving the price up. Uh, but I absolutely one of my favorite delay pedals that
0: I own and have ever played. Uh, ibanez de7 oh we've talked about this man mm-hmm. we've talked about it. i love the de7 in fact that was the first was it the first delay i bought i think it was i went to uh, a long McQuaid, which is the canadian version of guitar center okay and i actually tried like the boss one and the um at the time there wasn't a huge selection right but it was like the boss and the dodd and the thing and the de7 was the best one and i used the de7 all the way up until college i was still playing a de7 it
1: sounds fantastic. It sounds great awesome. Great
0: pedal, great pedal, definitely. So and you could push the button and hide the knobs. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was cool. Forget about. Plus it. Plus the guys cool. in corn play them, so they must be good. Oh yeah, well forget about it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and you know those guys, they they need to save their money, you know, they they, they need to find their budget pedal. Farm, oh, right? <laughs> of course, of course. Um, so the DE 7s making the board. That's eh? for
1: sure going on the board. Yeah, okay. Probably along uh, another seven series one I really like. Probably along with the PH seven, the phaser. Uh, yep, yep. I love that pedal. Um yeah. I'm trying to think of like for sure's. Um the I'll probably be putting on uh the am hmm, trying to think. I love I have I, I everyone knows I'm addicted to fuzz, but I'm also addicted to reverb. Um Yes. I have a lot of really nice sounding reverbs that I like. That's going to be a tough one to pare down. I still have to I still have to decide on a couple different reverb options. There's there's a few that I that are contenders, but um, really, yeah,
0: I'll probably have a couple different ones of those on there. Probably this really—it's you know, been really hard for me to find a really good digital reverb. There, there's a certain, there's a certain quality to reverb that is kind of hard to, to I don't know, recreate with an IR. You know, well, I guess, well, like if you're looking for a plate kind of sounding reverb, that's a little easier. But like a spring reverb is really hard. For, I've been having a little bit of trouble finding the perfect. Digital spring reverb.
1: Um, the Catlin bread Topanga is pretty Topanga. good. Topanga, yep. yeah.
0: I have that one. I have that one. That's pretty good. Yep. that's pretty nice. <clears throat>
1: My favorite but... one is kind of an unsung here. I have a lot of favorites from uh, mm-hmm. from Mister Black, but I, I I try not to to hype too much because like I have like close relationships with Jack, <laughs> and so. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do legit think he makes some of the best sounding you know digital effects in the game. Um. Yep. But it's like I talk to him all the time, and so I'm. I'm trying to like, well, oh, I don't I hate to be that guy who's sh- always shilling Mr. Black, but I really do, really love, 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 love his stuff. Um. The the Deluxe Plus has a great sounding oh, spring in it. It's a spring and spring and have... a trim in one pedal. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Like 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 an actual like a uh, blackface amp kind that's of. That's
1: the whole idea behind oh, it. That's it's trying to recreate cool. that sound.
0: There was this one pedal that had that because I'm really I'm really like into that kind of thing. But sometimes like having a separate foot switch for the trem and the reverb would be nice. Do, does it have a separate foot switch or is it one? So that's it where turns it, on. That's or? where it
1: gets confusing. The one I have is the original Deluxe Plus, which yeah. is one foot switch and it turns um, and to, and you can have them independently, but you just have you'd have to yeah. reach down and turn
0: yeah turn on yeah, yeah, yeah turn
1: the knob down. But he came up. I'll see if I can get this straight. Cause he got he got crazy with the the names here. He got he did the deluxe the deluxe deluxe plus, which is um, what you're looking for. That's got the two uh, the foot deluxe.
0: switches. Oh, see that's cool. Oh, that would be neat. And it would be really neat if someone made one of those pedals and they made it like in the enclosure of like those old like the Fender foot switch from the Blackface. Oh, that, that would be so, so rad. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes. <laughs> That would be cool. Hey, so all you all you boutique makers out there, l- pay attention. That would be really awesome. We would really appreciate that.
1: That would be so cool. <laughs> I would be all about oh, that. Oh,
0: actually, I will say uh, there is one digital um, reverb that I really, really like, a spring reverb. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I didn't buy it, and I, I hate myself for not buying it because I, I, I remember following it. It's the uh, Sub Decay Spring Theory. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that pedal? Yeah.
1: So far, we're talking about nothing but Portland guitar companies or pedal companies. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) Isn't that awesome? (laughs) Yeah. No bias for us. No, yeah. I don't have any bias whatsoever.
0: Yeah. no, No bias. But no, I, I I love that. Actually, you know, uh, Sub Decay is one of those like um, diamond in the rough. I I like almost anything that comes out of that company. Like it's uh and no one really talks about them as they're not as like you know mainstream as some of the other things. But gosh, I love the way he tunes. Uh, I don't even. What's the name of the guy that owns that company? I
1: actually don't, I don't know, know them. I I've been yeah. kind of feel like I'm not as familiar with them as I would like to be. Um, but like you said, everything I've played, I'm like, man, I really like this. Why
0: are we Why are we not talking about sub decay
1: more often? Yeah,
0: right. They they had a pedal, the Liquid Sunshine, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my favorite. It's like a colored boost. I, I I'm not. I don't. I'm not a big clean boost guy. Where it's exactly the same tone, only louder. I like my boost to have a, a color, a, a flavor to it. Right. Right. And um, he makes the Liquid Sunshine is an. It, and it's specifically, he had this orange one. And it was – he made it – I don't know when he made it, but it sounds different than the early, early ones and then the modern ones, which are, like, kind of silver. Mm-hmm. But if you could find one that was like – it's, like, orange, and it has, like, a couple dip switches in the back. It, uh, there's something about – and it had two drive knobs, not just a drive and a tone. It was, like, uh, one drive knob distorted the mids, the upper mids and the trebles, and one was a full range. So you could actually like turn it into a treble booster if you wanted to, or you could turn it into a, like a full range overdrive. And instead of using a tone knob, you just kind of balance the two drive knobs to find the tone. It was a killer, killer pedal. I, I, I uh, I, I miss, I miss mine. I, I had one for a long time, and it's gone. And I end up getting the the new one, and it's the new one's still good. But there's something magical about the old one that I just can't quite. I can't quite get back so we're going to have to scour um, reverb and find you one. We got to re- yeah, I know, we got to find reverb. But but uh, I started digging into it and there's supposedly like a lot of different versions of that pedal. I just got to figure out which specific one was the one that I had cuz that one was the one that was just dynamite. Mm-hmm. Dynamite. Yeah. It was delicious. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You, you know what you need to do, you you know, um going back to the Spring Reverb conversation. Uh, a little mm-hmm. bit you need to talk to uh mr ryan burke of the 60 cycle hum podcast because that guy is uh, oh yeah he's on his lifelong mission is like finding he's he's in a surf band so like finding a good oh, spring yeah. in a pedal is like his his that's his forte so oh yeah and he's he's if you're looking for a good pedal spring you gotta
0: you gotta talk to that that's guy. the guy i gotta talk to well i gotta he's see, pr- i gotta make a friend down there. yeah he's probably tried them all at this point <laughs> yeah right so uh or or you could just you know get a, like a, a a real spring reverb like a Fender or a Benson unit and just go for it. You know, I got one this get, year. Get, you know. I got a, I got a. Oh, you got it! A, a, hey, you did it! I, I
1: got a real spring. Uh, a, not a Fender or a Benson. Um, but I got a uh, a Premier reverberation. Oh wow! Look at you. It's from. Uh, let me look at it just a second. Yeah, it's the Premier ninety uh, reverb and it's uh you know i don't remember exactly when it was made sometime i think in the 60s in uh, new york city and
0: well so like legit does it use like weird tubes like a 6aq7b3 tube you know i or haven't even like taken it
1: apart <laughs> to look at what tubes it takes it probably does it probably takes some sort of weird thing but i will say this it doesn't sound anything like like a fender you know where it's kind of like this really bright splashy kind of thing yeah yeah this is almost like a like a lo-fi version of a fender oh. in sound i'm mean, sure it's not what it is circuit wise but that's what it sounds like how did you happen upon that there? uh i like i do with all my best stuff uh old town uh here, oh, yeah. here in portland i don't if you came down to portland i can't remember yeah I, I went I
0: went, to, I went to that uh i think there was a guitar show there but i wasn't there very long i just stayed long enough to have the pine state biscuits oh, and man. then pot pit barbecue oh good man and then there was a, what was it puck puck was that puck what's puck? called yeah that, puck puck yeah that, that, that dynamite yum 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 man, it was awesome you, I had, you hit I, all I just, of the just, classics man are... yeah i went i went like foodie in in uh in portland that's what i did so i went i didn't go to any guitar i went to the guitar show mm-hmm. and met everybody but i we weren't there long enough to kind of uh then they, uh do the uh the guitar tour which is too bad actually yeah but the food tour is yep. just as important oh yeah totally oh yeah, you hit some portland you hit Arkansas. some
1: real gems like those are three of my favorites Oh, yeah,
0: man. Oh, it's that Pine State Biscuits. We went like three times. <laughs> did, you get, did you get the Reggie Deluxe? Oh, which one's the Reggie? I just got the one that had everything in it, like think, the egg and the... Yeah,
1: I think that's the Reggie Deluxe. It's just like God. sausage and gravy. That gravy is oh, something else. The,
0: the, the vegetable gravy. That's what it's about. That's what it's all about. That's the business right there. It's made it for me.
1: It's really weird, right? Like, normally, I'm a I'm a meat guy. Like, I want
0: meat. Yeah. That, that mushroom gravy is... Oh. oh, it's edible Christmas. That's what it is. It's edible Christmas. I'm, I was
1: like, it's well, like, I'll try it. You know, it can't be better than your sausage. Oh my, this is oh.
0: something else. Like out of this world, mm-hmm. out of this world. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's in there. I'm pretty sure it's probably cocaine. There's probably cocaine in it, and I'm okay with that because as long as it tastes like that, I'm going to keep coming back. Every that's time right. Before. I got to get Delicious. my fix. I got to get my fix. You got to get your fix, man. Got to get your gotta, fix. Got to have that gravy. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, uh you know when it comes to uh, uh gear uh, was it gears illusions no new new gears new gears, gears, gears resolutions. Resolutions. yeah I um I, I I got to make uh speaking of you're making a pedal board I'm actually gonna make uh, my talk box amplifier that's what I gotta do because I I've been I play a lot of talk box do you really and yeah I do I, I love the talk box. I love the talk box, and um, uh, you know, and it's it's a thing of mine. Maybe it's because I'm a failed keyboard player, you know, okay. not listen to too much Zapp and Roger. I don't know what it is, but really like the talk box. But the thing is, my talk box rig is it's so much because I have a, a board, and then I have the actual talk box because I don't, um, and then I have my amplifier for the talk box, and then you know, it's it's a whole thing. So I have to bring all these different pieces, all these different power supplies. So what I have is I have an old cabinet for like a like a tweed champ style right amp and um what i'm going to do is i and it's been sitting there for months cuz this has been my goal for months but i'm actually just going to get my my talk box mounted into it and then all the pedals and all the stuff that i use for my talk box all inside that one unit and then uh, that where the where the grill is is going to be a little hole for the tube so i could just walk in with this little amp stick my tube into it and then there's my talk box like that there you go all in one right so because um, they have the talk boxes, like with the Banshee and the things where they have the built-in amps. I don't like those because it's it's like a five-watt amp, um, and it's for for if I'm playing synth, like a five-watt amp is more than enough because a synthesizer when I put my my you know I put my finger on the note, as long as my finger's on that note, that note's gonna sustain forever, mm-hmm. right? But when I'm playing guitar, I play the note, the note is dead really quick. It just lots of power and energy and then a quick decay that's why guitar players are so obsessed with sustain mm-hmm. um but even the most sustaining guitars they're not they still have a sharp attack and a quick decay as opposed to just a steady sound so you know when you're having a five watt amp it's just not enough to to, to keep that so I, I used one of those little quilter micro like it's like a like a quilter amplifier that's like the size of a carbon copy and it's a 45 watt amp mm-hmm. and uh I use that for the talk box, oh, and it, it, that's okay. awesome. Because I used to bring like a like a, a, a like a like an amp head, like a super reverb or something like that, right? But uh, but having this tiny little unit, I can just stick it in this thing, and then I have a couple pedals to help with the sustain and help with the sound. And it, it yeah, but just getting it all in this tiny little box. Oh my god, it'd be so great. <laughs> I tell you because I hate it, it. Like I think about more than half of my setup time is just setting up my. My silly talk box for for show. So, <laughs> so do you – what, what kind of pedals are you using along with the talk box specific stuff? Is,
1: I'm assuming a compressor well, or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a couple things that I do. I have a couple different talk box kind of sounds that I play with, right? Um, but uh, pretty much uh, I, I kind of go against rules. Like Keeley, um, Robert Keeley, by the way, he makes – he used to make uh, Peter Frampton's talk box and uh, i think once a year i kind of go like hey do you have any more of those talkbox drivers that i can <laughs> use for- cuz i use the the Jim Dunlop one which is a fine it's great but you know, like you know, come on, Like, you know Robert Keeley putting it in a talk box. Come on, like that's just a recipe for perfect, right? Of course. So I've been trying to get it. But and his thing is put a big, really powerful amp into it and keep it clean, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how you get that Peter Frampton sound. It has a very kind of like, yeah, that do you feel like I do kind of thing. Whereas me, I'm that's not my sound. I, I like the more. Like the, you know, uh, California love, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of like <laughs> – or the, the beginning of 24-karat magic where it actually sounds like someone really talking and that – and you need someone with long decay. So um, one thing that really works is the um, the origin effects uh, slide rig. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a really nice thing. That that really keeps things really smooth. It, it kills – because what, what you want to do is you want to kill – the sharp attack you want to even it out and make that 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 note last and stay at an, an even volume for as long as possible mm-hmm. right so i that that really helps smooth things out another thing that really helps i'm giving away all my talk box <laughs> i can't believe it i can't believe don't, it how dare you don't don't um, jay i don't I, think that <laughs> there's that
1: that many talk
0: box enthusiasts so you'll
1: probably be okay yeah right you'll <laughs> be all right but
0: yeah um I did a Christmas I did a Christmas uh uh thing for uh for for my YouTube page where I, I did this Christmas and I use a talk box that one was a really simple setup I just used um a uh, uh the quilter amp right into the talk box and uh, just to go for a Peter Frampton sound right but yeah my my, my normal my normal talk box sounds yeah I'll u- use a compressor another thing a uh, really great unit that really helps is the good old solid big muff pie yeah that really that helps tremendously because what it does is it it kind of it, it turns it kind of like into a square wave. I think a square wave synthesizer into a, uh, a talk box is the sound, and I think with the big muff, um, not I would uh, I not not the Russian ones. The Russian ones um, they're too uh, a little too smooth yeah, for what you're shooting for. Yeah, yeah, go for go for like a triangle or or a um, you know a ram's head something like that. That I, I find that works better. With a with a guitar into a, a talk box and that's it just what it does is, yeah sustain and play with your thumb don't play with the pick play with your thumb and then uh, don't uh uh put put the the sustain a little bit on the low side you know don't don't crank it like we normally would want to do right keep it like about 11 o'clock and then put your volume at about noon and your tone at about one o'clock and oh that that that's gonna get you about 80 percent there just just having a big muff into a uh, into like the, the a good clean amplifier, um, into your talk box is enough to really get a really cool kind of zap and Roger 80s Bruno Mars kind of talk box tone for a guitar. Because being a talk box guitar player is so much harder than being a talk box keyboard player. It is so much harder. Really? it it is. Oh, it is incredibly difficult because, yeah, a a keyboard player could just hold a note and just move his mouth to make the note, uh, to to make the sound, right? He could just start moving, manipulating his tongue, and he could just make a stream of words. Whereas us, we have no sustain, so we literally have to keep playing. We have to keep playing notes, and our words end up being very short bursts. Hello, hi, how you doing? You know what I mean? Mm As opposed to like, tonight! It's really hard to do something like that when you don't have the sustain, so it's all about for me it's about getting large amounts of sustain and squaring out squaring out your waveform. So avoiding the peaks, getting rid of that sine wave and just turning it into like just a wall a a solid wall of sound I just, which I obviously... just had a
1: thought. I just had a thought. Okay,
0: I I'm I'm always open for what if would this make your life okay. a lot easier?
1: What if you integrated okay. a something like I don't know maybe it's the only thing available, but something like the Electro Harmonics Freeze pedal to get you that infinite sustain that you
0: need and that you can switch on and off as you go through different that, notes. You know that is something I've been thinking about. That's something. There's also these electroharmonics pedals that came out the uh like the the Key9 and the Mel9 mm-hmm. and the Synth9. I tried the Synth9, doesn't work with the t- uh, the talk box, doesn't work at all. Um but uh, getting a keyboard cuz they those pedals are really good at sustaining the notes too and the freeze. It it'd be kind of you know, you'd have to. I'd It's you know, you'd have to kind of shed for a couple of weeks to get the timing right with the freeze. But I bet you, you'd come up with something really. You know what? You're inspiring me to get a freeze pedal right. Now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, I'm my fingers are starting. I'm getting that tingly feeling in my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> like the moment this podcast is over, it's like Craigslist. You know, Yeah, <laughs> like, where's the freeze? Electro Harmonix freeze pedal. Because yeah, that would be that would really help, especially for long sustained notes. I, I wouldn't be able to use it for like. Uh, Like when we're talking about subtleties of words, right, right. That that's that'd be hard. But if I'm like holding a note tonight, or you know, that would definitely, definitely help. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, but the thing is, the free, the reason why I haven't used it before is because of the because I had this huge talk box um, rig. Right. I actually, I have to keep my talk box kind of separate from my main pedal board because obviously I'm a guitar player first. So like, I don't, you know, I would have to like reach my foot all the way over to get a freeze. But once I make this, you know, New Gears resolution talk box amplifier. That's what I'm thinking. I can, I can actually have a pedal like, you know, like an external pedal to go with my AB box. To sit right there and I could use a freeze. That would I bet you that would really, really work. That'd be awesome. Yeah. There we go. Mm, look at you. <laughs> See, this is this is why this is why we have these podcasts. This is actually more for us than for the people. <laughs> That's right. Because we need to figure out, you know, the solutions to our problems. I know, exactly. Well, but you know what? You have well, you have something on it.
1: Well, what my uh what where I was going with that, you were talking about the sustain and needing that, and I was like, oh. Yeah. And I was going through like, oh, maybe the Mel 9 and those things would work. Then I immediately looked over kinda in my cabinet thing and it was like, hmm, I bet the hologram Infinite Jets would work for that too. Um oh, okay. yeah. But it uh but then I thought that's that's gonna sound probably really cool, but it's also more complicated than what you would want for the mm-hmm. specific purpose you're thinking. I'm like, like, what just sustains notes? And it was like, Oh, the freeze.
0: The su- <laughs> You know, there's one thing I like, because really, all I really want, the the way to get a good tone, is, I, you know, is just to make your guitar sound like a square wave synthesizer, right? That That's really what it comes to. And I've looked, there is no pedal. No one makes a pedal that makes a guitar just sound like a square wave synth. Maybe it's because of, you know, John Bonamassa told us that <laughs> it the sound like guitars. I don't know what that <laughs> is, <laughs> right? But... Uh, but but you know I just want something to make it sound like a square wave synth, and there is a pedal, the Boss one, the Boss S the S Y N something something that just came out. Uh, but but that does more than that it does like all kinds of synth sounds. So I was thinking you know, and then you're at the point like is getting just a you know you're gonna spend six hundred dollars on a on a Boss pedal. Just to use the most basic of synth sounds possible, which is just a square, you know, well, or a triangle wave. Triangle wave. Well, waves. that's
1: why I was thinking about the Infinite Jets, is because that is it's it's They call it a what do they call it? A, a re-synthesizer. That's what they call yes. it as a pedal. And you can definitely get those square wave synth sounds out of it. But you know, it's get awesome. there again. It's not cheap, and it's and it's fairly complicated. But man, is it fun!
0: It's so fun. Yeah. See, maybe I should start looking into that. It's yeah, cheaper than it's the so Boss. How ones. much
1: is the Boss one?
0: I don't know. The Boss – was it the Synth something – Synth 300 or something, something like that? Something
1: like that. I don't uh, know yeah. how much it is, but the Infinite Jets is it's expensive too. But, man, it's so cool. So. It's really cool? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, maybe I'll just steal yours and see if it works. Uh, if you want to borrow yeah. it, you can borrow it. No, I didn't say borrow. I said steal. I think <laughs> – Oh. No, but yeah, I should I should check it out because it, it's so funny. Because I always have these. It, it's really it's really interesting. You always have these ideas. Because as I said, uh, as a guy that tries to do talk box in a a non guitar talk box way, you know, right? Um, it it it's it's funny. You know, you do a lot of work and you go in there and you think it's going to work, but then it doesn't work. And it, it's definitely like an ongoing project uh, because yeah, it, it's it's I don't know. It, it's a very Tricky instrument. It's it's completely it's it's a completely different skill set. Just like uh, just forming words is already hard enough. Let alone just getting <laughs> the tone, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was just I was thinking, yeah, I, I can't hardly play guitar as it is. So <laughs> trying to integrate that kind of stuff is just like a whole another whole another layer of nonsense for me. I don't
0: know. Oh yeah, it's 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 a, it's it's a it's a very and it's crushing too because i remember the first day I, you get it you sit down and you're like oh yeah it's easy you put it in your mouth do you feel like i do done you know and then you put it in there and just it does not sound good the pretty much the only thing you can play is like the stuff that everyone plays like the very beginning of sweet emotion like living on a prayer you know mm-hmm. uh if you're lucky you could do tell me something good if you're lucky you know and it and it just doesn't sound right and it and a lot of people kind of give up because when you you know we all have this idea of what to talk because you really you have to like just to say the word like like boy like the buh sound mm-hmm. it's you it's just, it's it's really difficult you really it's like um teaching yourself how to be a ventriloquist really you know what i mean it's very, very, very – you, you do a lot of like gag – you're like gagging on this thing a lot because it's just, <laughs> this weird foreign plastic tube and you know, it's, it's like <laughs> – you're like in the hospital, you know. It's like this tube down your throat. But it, it's like – oh, it's very – but but when you get it right, it's actually really cool because the moment you start doing it, you know, people go kind of like, oh, you know, that's really, really neat, you know. Like when you start doing like Chromio songs or like those weird 80s Kind of songs and you're doing like the the talking and it actually sounds like words. I, I tell you, I I get more response from playing the talk box than I do of any solo or anything like that. You know, I could play the most simple line. All I have to say is like California people like you have the audience for the whole night. <laughs> you have for the whole night. You could play like crap for the entire night, like the entire night. But if you give a talk box in your mouth and just go California, oh, oh you got them. It's <laughs> over. It's over. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't even like. You know, i like it's such a foreign thing to me and i i will say this about the talk box um it's got to be like it has to be I can't think of anything and please if you can think of something worse don't I don't want to hear about it <laughs> okay but like It's got to be the least sanitary musical instrument
0: ever created. Oh yeah, (laughs) it is (laughs) this. Oh, it's no, especially for me because I have I I have a little baby boy, right? Mm -hmm. And my baby boy, he's he's one, and he's at that. He tries to copy a lot of the things I do. So you know, he holds my phone like he's on the phone, and he sees me, you know, working on my talk box and stuff. And so he enjoys. Playing with the talk box, but he's just the worst. He's a kid. He's disgusting. So like, I look in there, and he's like spitting pieces of cracker like into my like talk box. Like going, I'm like, oh my god, what is that? You know, that a baby mum mum in the in like my tube. You know what I mean? It's grubby, greasy baby fingers, and oh, it's 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 really gross. So I do have um, you know, I went to the hardware store and I got one of those like bulk. Um, you know uh, the tube, uh, tube yeah. things, and I, you know, you got to replace them pretty regularly. It just but, cut you know, that I, chunk
1: I, off; that one's done. <laughs> but then,
0: <laughs> but then again, think of all the bars you play, and think of that SM57 that just belongs to the club. That's you know true. What I mean, yeah. That... Have you ever like smelt a club SM50 uh, wow. or an SM58? Oh, like, have you man. actually got your nose right into an S? You know, I don't just, want to. I bring my own mic. I bring my own mic to uh to shows because. Some of those are just, ugh.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can imagine some dude with just like
0: a like a unwashed beard, just like grinding up on that thing, just and loving it. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like hepatitis B all over, just <laughs> all over that. It's thing. like in the it, foam because it's a foam piece. It's like like soaking in all the beer spit and just. You know, oh delicious. Those those <laughs> like club microphones. Oh, you know. I
1: never thought of that. See, I'm not like I'm not a gigging musician, never have been, so I don't think about that kind of stuff. Like all my stuff oh, yeah. is just the stuff that like me and my friends use that's just
0: I know who used it last. I'm not worried about, yeah. I'm not worried about that, you know? And it's it's not there every day being talked into from like spoken word night. To like an AA meeting, oh. you know, like the day after. <laughs> to like, <laughs> oh man, you know what I mean? Like all kinds of, just think of all the lips that touch that microphone. You know what I mean? So, you know, I there, just being a musician, musician is just a dirty, <laughs> yeah, perfect. You know, like think about like saxophones. Like you literally is like the inside of a saxophone is just like spit city you know what yeah I mean? they're
1: just blowing it you
0: know? there you go yeah the inside of a trumpet they, there's a valve like the it has insert has a built-in valve to excrete all the gross that you put into i the, forgot the i forget
1: right about now. the woodwind instruments that right but, so it's but, like you know let's that
0: thinks i'm a trumpet player so like they know, uh, a little piece of pvc tube doesn't bother me at all <laughs> just <laughs> you know it's, just blowing his- <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Like corroded metal in in, in a trumpet, you know, just with all your – oh, it's just delicious, you know. Little bits of Dunkaroos and cheese string, you know what I mean? Oh. Dunkaroos. Oh, man. Yeah. Going for the Dunkaroos. Oh, you like, like the Dunkaroos. I mean, I love the Dunkaroos. I was all about
1: that. I was man. all about it. But what I'm saying, that that's not still around, is it?
0: Oh, I don't know. The, has, you know, the Dunkaroos Capri Sun. Like oh, that, yeah. The, uh, that's still – I don't know. I won't I, I I think you should, don't don't you know you have a kid yeah right? yeah D- yeah still rocking I, the I, they still make Teddy Grahams I don't think they make Dunkaroos anymore <laughs> they don't make Dunkaroos oh my gosh oh, I'm telling you what kind of world do we live in right now? a Dunkarooless one I guess a Dunkaroo <laughs> 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 but the the cookies and cream Dunkaroos forget about they were it. good they were so forget good. forget about it that's not even a conversation that's just fact yeah no we don't perfect. have to, if
1: you find somebody who disagrees <laughs> with that then you shouldn't be speaking to that person anymore. I know, I know.
0: That's a oh, that's geez, somebody right you can't trust. Dunkaroos. Oh no, oh no. That's you know. There's some people that they, they just don't like things because they want to be ironic about it. That's it's you know that you, that's that's the only person that doesn't like Dunkaroos. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I know, like it's not cool, man. man it's kind of like, like TV, and <laughs> well, it's kind of like <laughs> tacos. You ever met anyone that doesn't like tacos? No. How would you not like tacos? It, tacos are. Actually, Mexican food in general, because all Mexican, like, or or at least Western, uh, or like, like you know, American style, like Mexican food. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's it's literally just, it's all the same ingredients, just presented differently. Because those ingredients work so well together, they really do. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean, I, I the legit like we, I'm really lucky. We got like a legit, uh, you know, real traditional Mexican place in town. Oh and it's oh that's good oh, stuff i just ate it yesterday oh, it's so good it's so amazing oh. she she makes this she she has this way she cooks the chorizo in like this her own like house blend of spices and stuff and i'm just like i've i've never had better chorizo than that and it's just like oh, for, 5 yeah. miles from my house
0: <laughs> see, that's dangerous stuff, man. It's that's really, really dangerous it's, stuff.
1: It's it is. Especially for a guy like me who just said he loves food. It's 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 a
0: it's yeah. a constant struggle. Like I should just go get some more chorizo. I know. Oh. Well see. You're gonna you're gonna be, after this podcast, you're gonna look up chorizo and then I'm gonna be looking up the electroharmonics freeze pedal. That's like our that's that's the, the projected future goals of both of that's, us right that's now. That's our
1: homework assignment.
0: Yeah, our homework assignment from this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Be, I, I think I'll be rescued because I'm gonna open the door out here and I'll be. I'll smell that
0: sweet, sweet smoke, and I'll. Oh, so I will yeah, forget
1: that's... about everything else.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have a solid meal today. I, I think I'm gonna have. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have green room like dinner. You know, it's like a which is usually like you know like a bulk pack of sandwiches. You know, like you have your roast beef. Yeah, and they're all like in little triangles. And the roast beef and then like the egg salad and the, oh, oh okay. Dep- then the that like tetra pack of whatever. That's gonna be my dinner today. I'm sorry, uh, that's alright.
1: <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so what we should do? What we should do? I just thought of this. Um, you we both played a lot of new stuff. Uh, yeah, in 2017. Yes. What was your favorite um, new piece of gear that you acquired, played, or just experienced in 2017?
0: Oh my gosh! Uh, I have I, I was really lucky. I've had a lot of really cool stuff land on the thing. I th- I would say probably in terms of the most used thing uh, uh, that landed on, it would be the uh, the Benson Chimera. Oh yeah, form. yeah, that would probably be the number one thing. I uh, I, I hadn't put one together for me. It was uh, to the two twelve. It's like thirty watts, and uh, it's it's just this base basic model, mm-hmm. you know, but. Uh, Gosh, that is a. I I actually like it a lot. I like it more than I like the Monarch. Um, it's a beast. A lot more. Yeah, and it's not even a volume thing. It's a, uh, it's it's a tightness in the in the in the bass frequencies. You know what I mean? Like uh, in the in the low mids, it really it really holds together really really well. So I can just pedals. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it takes the pedal so well. I don't have to worry about it flapping out on me. Yes. And uh, it's and he uh, there's a he voices a very there's a very unique voice to them, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not very fendery and it's not martially it's it's its own little it's it's like a, a tight Supro that's kind of what I think of. like a Supro without the the woof
1: exactly that's what know? I that's how I try to describe it too it's it's got and, that it's got that that breakup characteristic
0: that's nice but doesn't flap around and. You know. Yeah, and 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 as I said, I don't and I don't use it for volume. I just use it for firm. I, I think a lot of people kind of mistake the uh, the wattage just being because actually in terms of max volume, like a fifty watt amp and a one hundred watt amp aren't that far off. No, in terms of max, they're not far off at all. They're they're very very similar. What you're getting with more watts is just the, the beefier transformers, which is just a nice snap and punch and definition and you know as as much as it's great to have like a saggy tone which is great for a lot of things you know blues musicians love it mm-hmm. and a lot of punk musicians like it but uh having that firm response if you're if you want to there's a thing a thing where you actually feel or you can hear the 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 snap of a wound string you know mm-hmm. I and mean? just really feel it crisp and just mm, you know it, it's uh and, and that, that, that amp really, really does it really well. And, and one thing is uh, you can do is uh, you can you know with the one I have, I don't know if you can say that with all the chimeras, but you can take out two of the tubes, like either the outside tubes or the inside tubes. Mm-hmm. And um, you, when you do that, you can kind of half the, the bolts, but because you still or half the watts, sorry, and, but you still have the big output transformer, so it's still tight. Like, you could even, you know, I would even say it sounds like it's like the power of a monarch only with more firmness. It's a really, really cool lamp. Very, very useful. So that would probably be my call. That's uh, the
1: gear of the year? Gear of the year for Yeah, sure. that might
0: be my gear of the year, yeah. I also really enjoyed the, uh, the. this is an old pedal, but I, I just had it drop on my lap. Um, and we've talked about this a lot, um, was the Origin FX Cali 76. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? Because we, we had a conversation that was very, very lucky to have uh, them reach out to me and uh um, send one down, and that pedal lives up to the uh, the hype. That is a really, really awesome pedal. Very cool. Really, really beautiful. So that I I put that in a finalist spot as well too. Nice. How about you?
1: Hmm. Gear of the year. That's t- it's a tough one for me because like I I've had a really good <laughs> I've had a really good last couple
0: months. Uh. Oh, really? It's all like really right up front, eh? Yeah. And, and yeah.
1: So it's it's tough. So like on a personal level. Um, this isn't like a new thing that came out by any stretch. It's actually kind of old at this point, but I've wanted a sun beta lead for a long time. Okay. Uh, because, uh, I like to riff, you know, so <laughs> why not? Uh, and I got one of those. Um, so, you know, that's not really a, a new release. It's just, it was a kind of a gear goal of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was achieved. Um, um, let's see. I'm trying to think of. Was that in 2017? Technically, yeah. yeah, I guess it was. Um, another one that fits that category is, is my Les Paul custom. Mm. Um, I wanted a, wa- yeah, that's I wanted that white Les Paul custom. I'm pretty God. sure I, got, I remember when I s- got that.
0: I, yeah, I, I remember when I was looking at your post when you were first kind of thinking about that thing, mm-hmm. and uh, that was well played, buddy. Well done. <laughs> I, I, I think that was technically 2017.
1: So, so I'll, I will say for on personal levels. Um, that one's good. As far as like new stuff that kind of came out and uh, or th- that uh, I've got to experience, the aforementioned uh hologram infinite jets definitely has to go in that category. Yeah, I
0: got to try that pedal. That sounds awesome. I think that sounds like a really cool pedal.
1: Super wild, super wild sounding, and way you know, way fun. Um, and then he's not—he's a newer builder. But he's not, uh, you know, not super well known. Except for I won't shut up about my guitar that he made me th- this year. Um, uh-huh. I got uh, the Millimetric Instruments um, baritone. I forgot. I always forget every time I go to describe it, like what his serial or his model naming system is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, is it one of those like letter number combo kind of thing? Yeah, it is. And I, I'm yeah, not I very smart, so I get mixed up in my head. Um, but florian's a, a magician i'm absolutely in love with that guitar so if anybody really. uh, is wondered whether you know like they're interested in that the kind of crazy body shapes he does but they don't know about the quality it's it's fantastic it's a beautifully oh.
0: crafted instrument so oh wow that's definitely oh, yeah, you know, put there Getting a new guitar, and getting another. I'm always, I always want new guitars though. But uh, I know I, I saw this picture that yeah, was it Scarrow? Scaro guitars. He has this. Uh, he made this Telecaster. I keep looking at every once in a while on my phone, just going, "Oh, that looks really, really pretty." <laughs> <guitars>. like, mm, <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I have, I have actually two other pieces of gear that just popped into my head that I did in 2017. Oh, tell me more. Um, and I
1: had, I have, I had the same thing. So go, you go first. Oh, so, really?
0: Yeah. Um, and, and this one this one's funny because especially being a, a big muff pie guy like you are right, this might be sacrilege, but uh the the Keeley dark side oh uh, the yeah. Keeley dark side the 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 big muff section on the Keeley dark side and uh, I remember when I first got that pedal, I actually wrote an email uh, when, when he sent it to me, I had to actually write him after I plugged it in going like I love. The uh, I love the way this is voiced. I love the big muff because it is a big muff that sounds good through a black fo- uh, blackface amp. Mm-hmm. Like sounds really good that, when you when you have that mid boost kind of thing into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 actually it, it works with the black because when I play big muff, big Muffs sound awesome through like you know high watts and like really full frequency kind of amplifiers. I like I like them in Marshalls and other things like that. Uh, uh, but uh, always it's always hard to kind of get it to to cut through and, and sound really nice with a blackface. and so if if you are a single coil player mm-hmm. that plays through a fender blackface amp, I think that the dark side fuzz on the fat mode or that boost mode, whatever it is 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 awesome. Now it's gonna be way too much if you have like a, a humbucker guitar or a p90 guitar mm-hmm. um, going through a, a blackface amp or going through a whatever amp. But if it's a single coil going through a blackface, I love that that they really nailed it there. Do you, Do um, you
1: know if that's the same or similar circuit that's in the Loomer?
0: Because the loom yeah, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same fuzz. I
1: love. Yeah. I have. I have the Loomer. I
0: don't have the dark side.
1: I love that fuzz. I it's love it. It's
0: Really good. It, it, it's like, and I was surprised because you know, usually when you see like a two in one pedal, right, you're like, oh, you know, it's gonna have a really kind of neutral sounding version of. This, this fuzz and you know whatever, but when I plugged in that fuzz, I'm like I, I There was a long time where that that Keely Darkside was on my pedal just for that fuzz, and I was using that Big Muff fuzz, and I have a collection of Big Muffs, but that that uh, they really he just he voiced that one so well, so well. I just loved, I just love how he did it, and it's it's so different than a, a lot of. Uh, uh, big muffs they talk about there's a mid boost and there's this and there's this, and it always works, but you know that being said, the boosted section on the on the thing it it takes away from the big muffiness it, right. it doesn't really sound like a big muff, but man, it sounds it it, it it separate yourself from that it just sounds good it just sounds good it sounds playable and fat and juicy and soloistic and great and the other one. Um, is and this one's not really guitar related, but it's the uh, JHS 500 series color box, oh, um, which is the the little mini rack unit that they use. Yeah, yeah. Um, because uh, I, I I I like the color box that they have. I I, I the the actual pedal version. Mm-hmm. But the thing I don't like about it is mids. The the mids. because I would uh, usually with a preamp pedal, I want to be able to tune the mids, find the mid frequency, and either cut or dip it. Right. 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 And um that's what a pre you know that well, that's what you're using it you know it's 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 part of the the sculpting and and the jhs the preamp that they have in that 500 series has it um you could you could scoop it and you could also scoop uh, a, a scooper boost the the bass frequencies get the cue right and uh and it's still and it has that color like the, that that nevy kind of sound and it but it but it's still kind of unique to itself mm-hmm. i use that on a lot of tracks um a lot of times when i'm recording stuff that that 500 series color box is used all over the place when i'm doing um recording sessions for like other people and everything like that mm-hmm. um though uh i use it more than i use my my universal audio preamp oh wow actually. i use it all the time all the time yeah so uh i if you if you're a guy with a kind of a, a build-up studio and you're just kind of like looking for a great general preamp to use to just add a little bit more um you know you know that 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 analogy kind of feel and touch that would be that'd be a really kind of uh you know it's not too expensive it's a really kind of nice way to get into it and get away from using those uh preamp plugins that come in your doll, which they sound good but they're you know it's funny you get the, the 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 plugin that sounds like a preamp and then you get the real preamp there's there's always something in the real preamp and it's not a biased thing it's just the way it is it's just the way it is i don't know
1: yeah i mean i i I think the plugins are I, I know I don't have just a ton of experience but in my opinion the most the the plugins that are available are really really good. They're really good. Yeah. But but you just you just get that
0: extra something with a good yeah, a good
1: external yeah. hardware,
0: you know, unit. Exactly. And, and and it's just it's it's also what you're going for, you know, like uh if you're going for, you know, modern sound, then keep it clean. You don't, you know, like just because it sounds old doesn't mean old. it's better. It's just it's a certain sound. And and if you want to get that sound, it's, you know, it's easier to get it with the real thing than try to get it with a, a piece of software, right? Mm-hmm. But exactly. I'm okay with both. I use both all the time, obviously. But uh, there's something nice about that 500 series preamp. And it's not that expensive. So well, that that's something I'll vouch for.
1: Well, there you go. And that's and that's funny because that, out of that whole 500 series uh, launch they did, I was like – some of it was, like, really cool, but not all of it made sense to me as a studio, you know, 500 series piece of mm-hmm. gear. But that would, like, the fu- the color box was like, well, of course. Like, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: It was a no-brainer.
1: <clears throat> like, that should be definitely yeah. a five... Oh, yeah. Um... So it's, I haven't heard anybody talk about that with the hands-on experience yet. So that's yeah, it's it kind of, knows.
0: kind of, it just kind of happened and it disappeared. I think it's because you know they're going into a whole new direction and the, a lot of guitar players aren't really, you know, they don't really deal with the uh, the recording side of things as much, right? Like especially with something like a 500 series that that means if you're doing that that means you already have a lunchbox which means that you already have your your studio set up for that so like there's a lot of prerequisites so I understand why a lot of those 500 series kind of you know but from my per, uh, point of view I, I I really like it I think it's killer sweet sweet and what were those other ones that you were thinking of
1: Oh um so here again I'm like oh my my bias is showing <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about more Portland companies? Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my like, one of my favorite things that I can't stop playing with, especially in okay. stereo, um, is the and I'm now I have full disclosure. I have to be extra clear that I'm super biased on this one because I like got to play okay. early protos and helped kind of give my two cents. Um, okay, uh, the Mister Black Tape X two. Oh, another Mr. Black
0: kind of thing, eh? Oh,
1: the way that sounds in stereo is
0: just so juicy. Oh, what 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 do you run what what's your stereo setup? What amps are you using?
1: Um what I last time I played it, I was using in one corner the sun beta lead, just going into the the A channel and not jumpered like mm-hmm. I usually do to like rock, so it's really clean. Um and that's running into it's its own two by – it comes – I got the two by 12 combo and then a, another Old Sun um, two by 12 cab. that So it's like I got this like mini stack. Well, it's not – it actually looks pretty big. But it's like two two by 12s basically. And then, of course, to the other side to the trusty Benson Monarch um, mm-hmm. and had them each on the opposite sides of the room and me
0: standing in the middle. Um, yeah. You know, it's it, – I and As I said, I, ha- I have never really played any Mr. Black Pedals, and you're really making me curious to give him a shot.
1: So I, I've never better. heard of, of – lots of delays do the ping pong, right? Like that's not that yeah. weird. But this is the – and correct me if I'm wrong. This is the only one in a pedal that I know that does this, which is he's got them time to where when it ping pongs, the next one is reduced by 50%. And then the other one's reduced by 50%. And the other one's reduced by 50%. So you kind of have this washed out, like,
0: really interesting vibe to it that I just, I, I love. So This milky kind of atmospheric Christmas yes kind of a swamp of tone yes that's i couldn't have put it better myself <laughs> you're just swimming in a like a swamp in the, like you're like in the dagobus system mm-hmm. like <laughs> just swimming in a swamp of sweet sweet delay tone yes
1: <laughs> so i've been i can i and i i say this genuinely like i you know like i said full disclosure i got to try the early stuff and give my two cents so obviously i got a lot of bias there but i really really like that pedal and that's that's one that's definitely going on the board, as well. Mm. Um, and then what was the other one I was thinking of that was actually like a legit 2017 release? What was it? Ugh, my brain's failed. I can't remember. There was just, one that came out. Yeah, it. it came out it, it, this year, and so it was like, um, yeah. I,
0: I oh, I got I got one. I got, I got one. Okay. Um, God, we get we get. You know, what? not this the best? It is. Job that we have. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) we're just sitting there and we're just talking. Like, a lot of people, like, you know, we forget about how incredibly privileged we are. Because a lot of people, they'll save up for just one of these. And it's like a dream. And and we're so lucky to have this opportunity to play this unbelievable, like... uh, Collection of great pieces of equipment, and we're just arbitrarily. Oh, this is you know, da, 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 da. but uh, it we were very, very lucky. But there's this one uh pedal, like, uh, way
1: that I, got. I don't want to understate that, like, way, oh, way, yeah. way, way, way fortunate. Like, oh, it, it's that doesn't it, it's, that it's, it's doesn't escape me unbelievable dream. at all. That is not, yeah, that is not, I don't take that lightly
0: you know I, I, I remember the especially uh the the like uh going back to the cali 76 that was uh that's a pedal I've wanted for years mm-hmm. that that w- that pedal was out before i even started making demos and I always thought to myself oh if I can they, you know like if I can just do a pedal like that you know that'd be great and you know having that drop on like it, it's it's amazing um and it's it's also you know a lot of it's the, the support of all the people that you know watch the watch the uh, watch videos or listen to your podcast and you know, and uh, especially for me, I have a very kind of small community of people that really are into the videos. But gosh, they're the best. They're so supportive, and they I, I, they go out of their way and they they talk to other companies and try to you know uh, you know put air in my tires and make me look like a big deal. And I, I am so thankful for every single one of those people that watch the videos. And and uh, you know, even the people that put the thumbs down because I'm still getting their views, so that's cool. I can dig with that, right? Right. But. But anyway, th- this pedal I was thinking about was—it's um, actually one that I actually researched my own and I bought with my own money. I can't believe I—what I, I, what kind of person? I am. But it's <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> the good kind, the good kind. Yeah, the good kind, the real person. Yeah. So you can tell there's no bias on this one. This is just legitimately me talking about a cool pedal. It's called the Tone Dexter. Have you ever heard of that? No. Thing? Tell me more. Okay. It is a red pedal. This is uh, this is really actually kind of cool. Okay. Um, it is a, uh, you, do you have an, it's an acoustic guitar pedal. So it's, it's for people with a, um, you know, if you have like a piezo pickup, every time you have like a piezo pickup on your acoustic guitar, it sounds like a piezo pickup. You could put a piezo pickup in a Martin, you could put it in a Taylor, you could put it in a Larvae, you could put it in whatever you want. It's still going to sound like a piezo pickup. Mm-hmm. A, a LR bags. What this thing does is you, you plug your guitar into it, Right. And uh, you uh, get uh, like a, a nice condenser mic, like a small diaphragm. Any condenser mic you have in your studio, like a like a KSM or something like that, or a Neumann or whatever small diaphragm. And you and you pretty much set up your miking technique like you would if you were in the studio. Okay. And then you play your guitar. You play your guitar into this Tone Dexter. And What the Tone Dexter does is it listens to the microphone, like what what this what your microphone setup, and it listens to your your pickup. And then what it does is it it creates like an IR and it oh. imposes the sound of that microphone to your piezo pickup so it's a voice specifically for your guitar and what it and, and and it's not just an EQ thing it's also like the phase it's also the the thing it, it decays the same way it's, so before you know it your piezo pickup, when you play it it sounds like uh, or quite close to um if you were just playing the guitar into a microphone it's really really neat way of doing it so that way you can get any cheap um, pickup, just put it in your guitar. You don't have – because, you know, acoustic guitar pickups are so expensive to get a good one. Mm-hmm. And you can just plug it in, and all of a sudden you're playing it. It sounds like there's a real acoustic guitar being going right into the board, and it actually sounds really, really good. It's – um and it's a huge difference. You, you shouldn't even look at the videos they have online. You could actually hear the difference it makes. Obviously, the thing that sucks is you actually have to have access to a good studio mic, obviously. But you could just rent one from Guitar Center or something for the day. And then, um, you know, make sure your it's mic. And, and, you know, you kind of have to play for, with the placement to get the, the exact tone you want. And then, yeah, put it in. And all of a sudden, you have your acoustic tone through your you know, crummy piezo pickup. It is fantastic. That really, is, really cool piece of your
1: Wow, that is fascinating. I've never
0: heard of that it before. Is. Who makes that? Yeah. And it um it's uh I don't know. I just know hey, let me see here. It's 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 just called the Tone Dexter. Um let me see here. Uh but I, I, I it's it's not you know, as I said, it's not a hundred percent perfect, but gosh, Audio Sprockets makes it. Okay. It's not a hundred percent perfect. But if you just watch the videos and they actually, you could actually hear it the sound slowly more from the piezo sound to the microphone sound. Once it gets to the microphone sound, you're like, oh, wow. Like, cool. And, you know, when I, uh, it started because I started playing with this bluegrass band. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, I, it, oh, you could do this thing with mandolins and banjos and everything too. It, it's not just guitars. Um, but I started playing with this bluegrass band and I have a great pickup in my my uh, Martin. I have a 0018 and I use the, um, I think it's called the, the lyric or the anthem by LR Baggs. It's the one that has the piezo and the microphone. Okay. And that was really, really good. I, I really like using that. But I also have to use a couple other guitars and the other guitars don't have that nice pickup. So I started using that thing and it's uh it, it changed it changes everything. And now when I listen to playbacks, it's like, wow that, that you don't realize how good it sounds until you actually hear the playback. And like, wow, it actually sounds like my guitar. It actually like it sounds like your guitar. Very, very cool. And it's not like the um I think fishman makes a thing where they put like the sound of a thing you know uh, this right. uh, they, they have an IR and you can blend it into your sound it that that it that sounds good too but when you do it this way it, it's actually your instrument and there's something else too the way it decays the note decays the way uh, the, the the harmonics within the note they they really found it, it, it's pretty close it's really really wonderful good piece of the equipment that's fascinating I love I love that because I've noticed that yeah, like uh, I'm like yeah this
1: Plug. I got to plug in. That, will, that sounds like garbage now. Like I don't play acoustic hardly ever,
0: but that's part of the reason. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Because when you play, yeah, you, know, you plug in your piezo pickup, like ooh, and then you're like on the EQ and you're trying to f- cut out all the honk and you're cutting this, and then it just sounds. It still doesn't. It just sounds like a plugged-in electric uh, acoustic guitar. It never sounds like an acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. So and uh, so, what mic do you like to use to try to capture that? Uh... Um Oh, gosh. Well, what did I use for the um, – gosh, I think I used the KSM-137, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, was that – yeah, the Shure mic, right? Yeah, that's right. I used the KSM-137 uh, because it's just a, a – it, it's just a – you know, it's a pencil mic. A lot of people use it for overheads right. uh, for drum sets. That's kind of what's popular. But I think it sounds um, – it has like a nice kind of uh, – you know, if you want to get 70s about it, it kind of has like a James Taylory kind of thing going on with mm-hmm. it. Um, so those work really well. A lot of people like the C1000, but, um, uh, who makes the C1000? I forget, but, uh, that's a cool mic, but I like the 137. That sounds really, really nice. Uh, I do like small, um, like small capsule condensers as opposed to like large or a small diaphragm as opposed to large diaphragm condensers on acoustics. I don't know why. I think it's, it just captures the, the high end a little bit better mm-hmm. and, and I don't need, a big, boomy low end um, when I'm micing a guitar, pretty much because um, once I start playing with a stand-up bass player, all those frequencies go away anyway, so really, you want to focus on the frequencies that the audience actually is going to hear, and I feel that like you can get that with those little small diaphragm mm-hmm. mics, so...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a really good point, and that's something that uh, I've kind of harped on before, is like, you know... I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a I love how a big muff sounds with all its scooped mids and glory... But like, there's it goes away sometimes, and it's not going to work. You gotta, f- yeah, you gotta, exactly. you gotta find your frequency range and, and try to slice through that. And that might sound not
0: very good by itself. Yeah. Well, I did a video on on mids. I think uh, a while back about um, it was called uh, "Cutting Mids is Actually Good for Your Tone," and um, I talk about all the different kinds of mids because a lot of you know mids is kind of like a buzzword, right? Like, oh yeah, you need more mids. Oh, you need less mids. But the thing is. A it ranges from, what, 200 hertz all the way to like 4K or 2K hertz. That's a huge range. It's a really big range. (laughs) And there's good parts of it. There's bad parts. There's there's mid-range frequencies. And a lot of people don't realize that actually by cutting certain mid frequencies, you actually bring more attention to other mid frequencies. And that helps your tone cut through in a way too, right? Mm -hmm. Like you get rid of those honky, you know, 300, 400 um, hurt mids, you get rid of those, oh, nope, there's my baby <laughs> he just woke up oh. <laughs> uh, you, get rid, you get rid of those, then all of a sudden you can hear those 2k mids a lot better, you know, you turn up the volume on your amp you hear more of the 2k, which sticks right in your face all of a sudden, oh, I'm cutting through the mix so, um, there's something to be said about that too, but um, you know, uh, yeah you know, it, and also like having mids it also depends on what band you are in, because Big Muff Pies are awesome especially if you're, like, in a power trio, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like Jack, uh, like Jack, uh, the reason why Big Muffs work so great for, like, the, the White Stripes and the Black Keys is there is no bass right. player in those <laughs> bands. So you can really just own the entire frequency range. You know, you could just take over, and a Big Muff pie is just the king of just owning a band. You can just use a Big Muff, and no one even needs a bass player anymore, right? Yeah, because you're just so, – you have that covered. <laughs> yeah, whereas, like, you're playing in, like, a nine-piece band with horns and th- two keyboard players and blah, 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 you use a Big Muff Pie, well, you're not going to be heard because you're just going to get lost. But that's why if you listen to, like, the Isley Brothers, the Big Muff Pie tone in the Isley Brothers is that, like, this the tone of a Big Muff Pie with, like, the tone all the way up when it's, like, super thin and super bright right. and, like, like oh like bees. It sounds like a bunch of bees because that's the way you have to set it if you want to cut through in a band that big. Right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, very interesting. It is interesting Gosh. stuff. The math of music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's just with me, like not doing much recording. Like I did a decent amount of recording, but I wasn't the guy at the desk. I was just the mm-hmm, dummy, yeah. the dummy in a studio that says, I need more fuzz. <laughs> so like, I don't know, like I know, I know, I kind of know how the frequency ranges work, but like, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what 300 Hertz sounds like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I don't know what that. I know that I know that that's in the mid range and it's kind of on the lower end of the mid range. But I don't know. Like you could play that note for me and I'd be like, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, you should wa- you should watch that video actually. That, that that I was actually really happy with the way that came out. It might keep, it might kind of actually I think kind I'm pretty of... sure I did. And
1: I oh, really? I'm pretty oh. sure that that uh, I found it fascinating because I that all sounds oh, yeah. really
0: familiar now. I think I watched it when I first yeah. came out. Oh yeah, it was like a like that came out like six months ago or something. It's an older video, but uh, that was one I was really happy with because, uh, yeah, I don't know, because yeah, the word mids has really kind of become a buzzword over the over the years, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, but very interesting stuff, very interesting stuff. But yeah, that yeah, yeah uh, KSM one thirty seven to answer your question, KSM 137 yeah, KSM one thirty seven is what I use for my acoustic guitars. <laughs> But don't get me wrong, a producer I uh, I, uh, play with a lot named Jamie Coos, he actually uh, mics my uh, guitar with a U87 and it sounds killer when he uses um, uh, that Neumann mic. So that's a large sound. So that goes, that's completely against what I originally said, but hey, (laughs) whatever. It it really, (laughs) so there's all, the rules are always being broken, but live guitar, I don't know, live acoustic I, I like to keep pencil pencil condensers are kind of nice. There you go. Not super pencily, but yeah.
1: <laughs> nice. Well, we've we've clocked over that hour mark just just oh, just wow. a bit. It doesn't feel that way, does it? You and I like. I no. feel like we could literally record like a twelve hour podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, people would be lined up to listen to that one, wouldn't they? Mm, oh man, they'd just <laughs> yeah. That's just what people look for. It's
1: Blake and Jay rambling <laughs> for twelve hours. 12 hours. Wow. That'd be intense. But I could do it. Yeah. I can handle it.
0: Oh yeah, I'm I'm totally in. We should we should garner interest in that. We could probably get it sponsored by something, you know, like Timex presents 12 hours of the Tone Mob. <laughs> oh, 12 hours with the Tone
1: Mob podcast.
0: Yeah, exactly. How long do you
1: think before we stray away like completely from the subject of guitars and like start talking about like metaphysical realities and things
0: like that? Oh, see, that that's when it gets deep. Yeah, yeah. Well, all we need to do is start talking about like, you know, um, you know, like really atmospheric reverb pedals. And before, you know, we're talking about, yeah, our our place in the universe and in the cosmos. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, you know, they're all just lizard people anyway, right? (laughs) We do divert to food quite a bit, though. That is a theme. Um, We like that seems to be our number one. Like we're going to talk about something else. It's usually food.
1: That's that's just how I am. I've always I'm always talking
0: about food. your heart just it's where your heart you know just wants to pull you to i just i love food so much i do (laughs)
1: um hey well well how do let's i think a good way well probably the best way to wrap it up because i mean it would be we'd be since on that food note um (laughs) oh i forgot to tell you something about your your child okay yeah uh you you know when you came to the pizza thing um yeah uh uh, my wife was like that baby's so cute i want to steal that baby (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Is that> what- <laughs> i'm like you already have one like you're fine you oh, can't yeah. have jay's
0: adorable baby <laughs> oh my god well you know for all for all of you listeners out here here's a little like behind the scenes of the the jay leonard and jay youtube page thing when we were in them uh i don't you know you you knew because you saw it but uh we i took my baby he was he was like how old was he oh back? tiny He was really really just a you know you know chunk full of months and uh He's actually he's the if you actually look at all the 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 Nam videos there's a there's a shot of a baby in my opening splash that's my kid, um, but pretty much my wife was my cameraman mm-hmm. during she's not going to be my cameraman this year Nam I'm actually bringing a little bit of a team but last year you know it was her and we had a baby like ergo baby Bjorn thing and all those videos were filmed with my kid in this baby thing with my wife holding the uh, the camera so. Yeah, if you're ever wondering why the cameras was, was a little shaky in certain parts of the videos, it might be because my kid was probably kicking my uh wife in the stomach or something yeah. like that. <laughs> my,
1: my wife was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. Don't ask me to <laughs> don't
0: ask me to do that. I'm like, Yeah, she's yeah. a trooper. <laughs> Yeah, she got super like wife like awesome wife points for that one. But you know, all she all that was important for her is we went to Disneyland, which we did. We went to Disneyland. I think that's going to be our nam tradition. We do nam and then we do Disneyland while we're there. So nice. that's- I think that's uh- yeah, to appease for the love and the hard work <laughs> that you put in because I don't think I, – I would hate for anyone to be the person that has to watch me talk to music, you know, music people for hours on a day without knowing anything really about music. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, it'd be fascinating for some people, but for my wife, she doesn't, you know. Yeah. That she, you know, she she's a hiker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he she doesn't, she doesn't really care about, you know, the difference between four more and like, you know, plain and nabble, you know, uh, guitar, a uh, pickup wire. You know, she doesn't really <laughs> care. <laughs> uh but wh-
1: okay, I'll I'll will cl- close this off real quick. Um, all right. Well, because already we already discussed your favorite pizza, and you know, yes. this is the first episode of the new year. We got to talk about pizza a little bit. Okay, um, all right, all right. What's the last pizza you had, and how was it? The
0: last, the last f- flavor of pizza. Yeah, the last v- variety of pizza you wow. had. And how the last pizza I had. Oh, you know what? It was a uh, we were playing down at the uh, we were playing a gig and they gave made up us a bunch of pizzas. I think my it was like a uh, it was like one of those meat ones where they had like eighteen different types of meat. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure there was like I think there was like you know snake meat or whatever I don't know what it is just, <laughs> like, you, know, there's, you know there's so many different piles of meat like oh yeah that's beef and that's pork and that one's just a clump of something I don't know what that that's rat I don't know what it is it was tasted delicious though it was down at the steel toe but that was the last pizza it was just one of those like super meaty you know, meat lovery kind of pizzas from uh, the Steel Toad in Vancouver. Very good. We were playing. It was a cool party too. It was a space theme, and we all dressed up like astronauts for the show. It was it was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> you sound like you just have a good time on a regular basis. Oh, geez. Well, the Christmas is an absolute nuts party. I have very few. Di- I, I, I've been. I uh, gosh, when the holidays come, I, I pretty much play every night. For, for probably about a month and a half. Wow. Um, it might be one or two shows. I, I think I had about uh, three days off, I think, uh, since I've been back. And uh, I, I spent the first part of the month in Mexico, and then we went to uh, uh, the prairies, like Manitoba, like the Canadian prairies. And then Vancouver for the last, and yeah, just... Almost every day. So in Christmas, it's a lot of I eat a lot of like Christmas party food because I play at a lot of Christmas parties. So like the roast beef right. <laughs> and all that stuff. You know, and then we do all like big, you know, all the big companies. They have like those huge corporate parties with these elaborate themes. We're usually the big party band for that. So right now there's um tonight where I'm actually after this, I'm heading down to uh Uh, The Commodore Ballroom, which is the one of the big venues in Vancouver, and we're gonna be uh, doing a big ugly sweater Christmas party there. So it never ends, man. Never ends. Nice.
1: Well, hope you hope you take yourself a nice,
0: relaxing break. You know. Oh yeah, sounds good. Yeah, that that's gonna be Nam. I think is gonna be. Oh, good. Yeah, Nam is (laughs)
1: notoriously relaxing.
0: Oh, incredibly, yeah. Oh man. Well, try to get some so, chill time in there at some point there, Jay. Hey, that sounds right. I think I gave myself Christmas Eve and Christmas off. I'm only oh, I, no, actually, I'm playing at a Christmas Eve a kids show. So, we're going to do that, but uh, I have the evening off and Christmas off, so that's going to be great. Spend some time with the kid. And the kid's going to the the kids show, so he's uh, you know, deal he'll, he'll be, you know, be a terror. He'll be like a little mini Godzilla just bugging all the other kids You <laughs> so got that to look to. Nice.
1: Nice. <laughs> well i guess that's probably as good as a note to wrap up on as any
0: you have any uh, anything else you'd like to say or are we good no no just uh i'm looking forward to uh hearing some more of your podcasts and all that stuff in 2018 uh i hope you had a killer holiday season man i i did uh things have things have been going good and
1: everybody's i'm not as busy as you so i'm a lot a lot, a lot more chill uh these next couple
0: days anyway so oh yeah it's gonna be nice but uh Oh, well, Well, I guess let's have a killer 2018, man. Let's just do it. Let's do it. I love it. Yeah. All right. All right,
1: man. All right. So for Jay is Blake. And as always, folks, good luck and good tones. Take care, boys. All right, folks, that does it for the first episode of 2018. Again, I apologize for the big break. Things have just been insane, insane, insane. Um, But I want to shed a little light on the situation. I announced this in the Facebook group earlier this month. And I figured, why not kick 2018 off right and let everybody know the good news. And that will be, or is, or however I want to say it, the good news is that I am going to be leaving the day job in uh, late February to work in the gear industry and uh, the online marketing industry and whatever else you want to call it. Full time. So I should have a lot more time to devote to uh, scheduling guests, uh, creating new, new kind of different forms of content for you guys. Um, really looking forward to, to making that transition and making that happen. We're going to be doing all kinds of experiments to see, uh, what new and tasty kinds of, uh, content I can bring to the gear world along with, uh, regular podcast episodes, maybe some, experimental ones here and there we'll we'll see where it goes i'm um, have a lot more time to focus on it and that's all thanks to you guys the listeners uh the guys in the community the everybody just everybody who's supported tone mob at all whether you're just listening or you're you know supporting these projects that we do uh it's been a wonderful thing and, and without you guys i wouldn't be able to make this transition so very very excited to make that announcement very excited to uh to see what the new year brings. And uh, yeah, I got a lot of, a lot of interesting irons in the fire. So 2018 is looking good. And again, big thanks to everybody out there for supporting the show, for tuning in and all the feedback. It's great. And if you have any feedback, don't forget, send it to info at tone mob.com or get me with me on any of the platforms, you know where to find me. And I hope y'all have a good